Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. J.S. Danielle, and I'm coming to you live on Friday night. It is Eclectically Sexual Sounds. Let me just express my excitement, my joy, my... <sighs> Little girl, take a backseat, bitch, stand up to the fact that Perfected will be available for all of my readers for all of your purchases, ebook or paperback, this coming 14th, August 14th, Sunday, Amazon.com, and soon iTunes will have it as well. You can get your ebooks or you can order your paperbacks. Y'all, Perfected is coming, and let me just say, Ryan De La Cruz got a facelift. If you haven't had the pleasure, please visit my website or any of my social media sites where you can see homeboy Ryan De La Cruz front and center on the cover. Serving face is what I believe. I'm not very good on that talk. Y'all, y'all's keeping me up on it. But, however, check out the book. This coming Sunday, it will be available to you. It's Friday. Today's topic is keeping it 100. 100. 100%. I wanted to be able to put the little red wand on there, but I wasn't afforded that opportunity. So let me break it down to you. When I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about, I had not the clue about how it broached any t- particular type of subject. So I asked DB, one of my older brothers, and at first we talked about accountability and about how when you're in a situationship or a relationship or even a marriage, how does that accountability stay maintained, balances, where everybody is bringing either something to the table or somebody's being checked, pulling their own weight, the same weight, equal weight. The more we talked about it, the more we drifted off into the subject of, you know, keeping it real. Saying what you mean, meaning what you say, and not, as my coworker likes to say, sending your representative. Um, Yaya chimed in on this subject where, you know, you talk about when you meet someone at first, what's that initial attraction? 
and DB was talking about peace and if a man or a woman for that matter has peace in their relationship then things tend to be a little smoother things they tend to be a little more cordial and people get along there's a lot less arguing because you found peace you are 100% real with yourself and everything that is lacking or everything that you do bring to the table the more difficult it is for relationships to prosper the harder it is for them to be successful and last because as db likes to put it nobody likes to look in the mirror nobody likes to acknowledge what their faults are and how they might hinder a relationship um so more often than not um it's it's harder for people to be completely honest with someone and allow them to see what makes them ugly inside that's a strong word and a lot of people don't want to acknowledge that either but some of us are ugly inside some of us have some real bad low down like i can't fuck with it type attitudes and we don't see people's shortcomings as little things we make them mountains and obstacles that people can't overcome because we want to highlight what their faults are while we're cowering from our own or not putting the spotlight on our own so how are we really keeping it 100 you know that's something that you know that particular colloquialism cliche got a lot of traction because people were being brutally honest hell just being plain honest and if that meant that some people's feelings got hurt then so be it i'm just keeping it real i'm just being 100 with you so does that mean that when i'm saying these things and i'm quote unquote keeping it 100 that i'm keeping some things to myself that i'm not being totally 100 because you don't know all of my dirt you only know some of it and where's the not fun in that but if we being real where's the honesty in that is there any success for being completely honest with someone and who do we know is being completely honest now i will tell you straight up that there's probably only a few not even a whole handful of people that know both my persona and my natural born self my government self and they can know me totally and completely all my faults all my deeds all my misdeeds all the lies that i've told all the things that i've done wrong in life and each of those people only know certain things now have i been totally 100 with everybody in my latter years sure my sweet knows everything um and i think i'm more often than not sharing more things with him than i am with anybody else because he doesn't look at me with any kind of fault or resentment or 
ew, I can't fuck with this bitch no more. Or, I don't even want to be messed up with her. Well, that's just my mistress or my friend. And he is like that all the time with me. Now, do I ask him everything? No. Um, if he wants to tell me, he tells me. If I ask him, I'm pretty sure he'll tell me. Um, if he asked me, I'd tell him. I mean, I think what I like about our relationship outside of the fact that it's <laughs> very pleasurable um, is that I can be JS with him. I can be my government self with him. And he's still my friend. No holding back, no BS, all the pretension and hesitancy aside, my sweet keeps it real 100% of the time. I don't know that I have any other relationship like that. Um, Yaya might be my daughter, but we talk about different things all the time. We're completely, you know, we're completely honest with each other. I think that she feels comfortable coming to me with whatever and telling me shit, just as I do with her, because I would like her to learn or know of my experiences the things that I've learned from my experiences, whether they're good or bad or indifferent, and make moves that way so that she can go in knowing, okay, well, this didn't work for my mom. This might work for me. Or, well, I'm not going to try that because it definitely didn't work for my mom, and I'll go a different route. Um, maybe if she wants to, she can chime in on that. But I don't know if there is an... I don't know if I want to know more so than I care to know. When she wants to tell me, she'll tell me if there isn't anything that I don't already know. And if there's a point to keeping it from me now as opposed to just putting it all out on the table. Um, I think for Yaya, it's more or less about when there's a time to tell it, she'll tell it. And if not, that time won't ever come. But we've been real vocal about our dealings with whether it's other people or misgivings, goings on in our life and being honest and upfront with that I'm grateful for the relationship because she will go forward in life knowing a lot of stuff whether those are honest opinions and what she believes to be truths from myself because I wouldn't have it any other way a lot of people aren't capable of being that. A lot of people aren't capable of holding up the mirror and looking at themselves and saying, you know, you truly are a bitch. And yeah, you lie a lot. You fuck other bitches, uh, men. And you don't care about it. You might be considered a homewrecker. All right, cool. And can't own that. Can't be satisfied, not the right word but can't be you know can't stand on their own two feet and own the fact that yes that's something that they do when you sit down and you think about what your mate would be and what you would like that person to be are you going to com be completely honest with that person and say you know what I got some shortcomings myself what are they and are you going to hold that person as accountable as you're holding yourself for their misgivings and their shortcomings. And who the fuck are you? So it's like, so if you're going to tell 
on the one hand, I don't know, let's take one of my many conquests. You're going to tell David, David, you're a bit cocky for my taste, and I don't really care that you walk around all the time with your fucking shirt off, like, your shit don't stink, and everybody, ooh, look at me. Um, you play sports really well, and, you know, you have a nice smile, and your brown eyes just melt me when I see you. Um, but I hate the way you eat your food. You snack all the time. You need to chew at your mouth closed. You know what? And when you hang your towel, please fold it in thirds so that it doesn't take up the whole freaking towel rack so other people can hang their towel. And when you put the toilet tissue on the road, you know what I'm saying? Like, you running off lists of minute stuff, stuff that you could, you could get over. If David got away with these things wherever he lives with other people, that might be how he does things. Now, these are small things. These are small ass. When we get into the real stuff that we can't deal with, where we're talking about, you know, David's a hoe. You actually meeting a hoe. You knew coming into this situation that he was fucking other females. Not female. Females. His friends told you that. You've seen him that you've seen him pick up other females in his current female's car. So tell me what it is that you think is going to change about David when he meets you. If you set standards at a certain level, then why would David even be an option? Because I think that's a lot of women's downfall. They go into situations thinking they can change men or wanting to change men, not giving them something to change for. Yes, you might be the greatest girl ever, and you look out and you're caring and compassionate, and you got a lot of things going for you. You're smart, you're intelligent, you're sophisticated, um, you have a great personality on top of the fact that you are beautiful. Hello. But what's wrong with you? And are you willing to come clean about that? Are you going to hold yourself accountable? And tell, show, pull out all of your dirty laundry and lay it out on Front Street and say, yep, this is me. Take it or leave it. Accept it or not. But if we can do this, then cool. You know, we can, we can, we can be together. But if we can't, then I'm going to take all my shit off the laundry line and off the Front Street pack it all in my bag because I come with some and go I don't think there are a lot of people in this world who are capable of doing so they might put a t-shirt out on the line a pair of underwears, the granny panties but not the sexy ones and they might put some hoochie mama shorts out there just to give you a little taste that I can be hoochie but then I'm going to put a pencil skirt up there and a nice blouse with some pretty shoes or tennises but I'm not going to give you all my black dresses and lacy bras and bottoms i'm not going to give you my pantyhose that run all the way up the butt and the crotchless underwear i'm not going to give you all that have you earned the right to know all of me well that might be a question you want to ask yourself and that might be something you want to settle in and take stock of because that's a part of you and if you're going to hide some things about you, then that's a practice that you're always going to keep. Hiding things. Now, who am I to tell you to lay all your shit bare for someone you barely even know to judge? Well, guess what? You did that shit. That person wasn't there when you did it, but you did that shit. So now, because you did it, 
we're embarrassed. Um, we have to feel like we're made purposely for this person and we lived our whole lives without them until this point and now he can come and judge what you've done. I guess this is why I am past all of that now to a point where we can talk and have conversations about any and everything, Yaya and I. And I can tell her, you know, mom wasn't the best person in all the world. And mom still does this thing or still does that thing. And when I was your age, I used to do this. Because one, either I didn't know no better or I thought this was the right decision at that time or I just didn't give a fuck and I did it anyway because it was satisfying to me then I'm a freaking adult now she's a freaking adult now she's making decisions that might not be the greatest hell I'm still making decisions that might not be the greatest we're learning from each other and I'm old enough and mature enough to know that there are some things that she's teaching me as well as I am hopefully teaching her or she's learning from me in my learning from my freaking self so i'm over being judged by people whose fucking opinions don't matter to me and when you can get to that point then you can learn to look at yourself in the mirror and say bitch you fine yeah you fucked up in the past you might still be fucking up but guess what <laughs> and move past it um yeah this is just one person sharing their opinions and telling you hey you can move past it but life is just a little bit simpler a little bit sweeter a little bit less stressful when you can freaking just dust that shit off your shoulder or look back at it because it's in your past and not any part of your present or your future now yeah some of the shit you do or did might have consequences they might come back from the past and bite your ass in the present. But we're adults now. If we owned our shit, then we should be able to own whatever the fuck's coming. And if you can't, then I suggest you change your decision-making skills because you can't hang and you can't handle it. And some people can't. Now, whether or not you can stand on your two feet, stick your fucking feet through your big girl drawers, your big boy pants... And wear that shit when somebody comes for you about it. That will be totally on the person. I am just here for the... <laughs> if there's fallout. I am here for the conversations that need to be had. You know, I didn't like that shit you did. But you owned it. Alright, cool. Might not like you now. But maybe we can be friends later. You know, I don't want to be your friend right now. We can talk later. Case in point. My friend Ice... Has been dating her boyfriend for a while now. I like him. Might have to want to cut him a couple times, but I like him. He's a good dude, and he likes to look out for my friend. I made it very clear that, that that's his job, because if he fucks up, it's my job to step in. I, I consider her my ride or die, my boot girl. She is my quote-unquote bestie at work, I guess. Outside of that, I know she does have a best friend. This particular best friend, uh, she came up off the bench when she should have been riding the pine, and she put herself in the game, and she didn't take the sub, she didn't sub out, 
Ice's boyfriend planned a trip. They needed some alone time. They always with one another's kids, whether they're all together or he has to, you know, spend some time with her alone or she has to spend some time with her son alone. This was going to be just them time. And then later on in the weekend, the kids would be involved and then it'd be all of them time. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus i just told her friend her best friend sorry that her boyfriend had planned this trip to Orlando. And the first things out of her best friend's mouth was, oh, well, you know, that's great. Um, if we leave on this time, and I was like, wait a minute, in the middle of her story, and was like, we? And she said, that's the exact same thing my boyfriend said. He kind of just stood up and went, like Scooby-Doo her ass and went, wait a minute, what you mean, we? So the best friend's on the phone, but on speaker, and Ice is listening, and so is the boyfriend. And she goes, yeah, but if we leave on Tuesday, then we can get there. And, you know, I can stay in the room with you guys. I said, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. It's one thing to put your ass in the car. But now your ass is in the bed in between me and my man. Hold the fuck on. So she said exactly what her boyfriend was thinking. Like, I can probably entertain compromising and letting your friend ride in the car. But I done bought and paid for these rooms. She ain't finna get in the bed. So, I, I don't, you know, it took Ice about 30 minutes just to tell that little five-minute story. But after all my stopping and starting, basically, best friend is mad because Ice told her, well, you weren't supposed to be going. And so, we're leaving on Monday. Well, she was like, well, I can't go. She's like, well, this trip wasn't meant for you. That's why I said my boyfriend and I. And she was like, oh, that's fucked up. I don't understand. You know, it's your birthday weekend. And she says, yes, and my boyfriend planned this trip for he and I. It's my birthday. My birthday. Me, I'm the one that was born on this day, I don't know how many years ago. Whatever. My birthday. I know you're my best friend, but we spend, I don't know how much time together. Why the fuck you think you need to spend this one time? Out of as many birthdays as we've had together, pre-boyfriend, it's got to be this one. So I was like, yeah. And what she said, she hung up on me. Well, fuck that bitch. That's where I'm at. And at the time, that's where I was at too. But, you know, besties be besties. You know, the week they, they went on the trip, they had their fun or whatever. 
time goes by, I think it's been two weeks since Ice's birthday. And now Bessie has something to say. She's like, well, you know, I didn't like it. And I really wanted to be with you on your birthday. And I'm thinking, what are you, a dyke? Like, whatever. That's mean. I'm sorry. I take that back. My thing is, she got to learn to share you now. And she ain't liking the sharing deal. Which I get some best friends can be like that. That's why I don't have none. I can't. <laughs> I'm at the point now. I agree. I'm sorry. Yeah, y'all disagrees. I don't know if they can hear you from over there. I mean, no, I'm just saying, like, I'm the type who doesn't like to share too much either. Like, but. But I understand, like, I understand that if you have a significant other, I don't need to be around you all the time. I agree, because, you know, that's another best friend of yours. Oh, I thought you said you disagreed. Well, I disagree, I disagree on why you should Oh, why I don't have best friends? friends. <laughs> like, no, you should definitely Women are petty. I can't deal I, with all of them. So I ain't, the only that best friend I have is not actually my best friend. She's my sister, so screw all that. I mean, right, but even if I'm your best friend, you don't like sharing me either. No, I don't, but I do. <laughs> and I so, like and I guess that's why I'm always going, where you at? Where you going? Where right. you been? Who is that? <laughs> yeah, but I, I think... I don't know if it's best friend that kicks in first or mom. Fair. So, you screwed either way, honestly. But. I think everyone should have a best friend of sorts. If not a best friend, someone who's just very close enough. Okay, so. those are special. When I say I don't have any, I know that Ice and at least Ice and her best friend talk multiple times a day, just about every fucking day. Um, I have that. It's just too weird not to talk to somebody. I don't have that. If if the closest thing I have to a best friend is my sweet, and we talk every day. If we don't, like, we didn't text today. As a matter right. of fact, that doesn't bother me. And it's because he right. spends and because he spends time with the wife on the weekends, and all the attention should be there. I leave that to them, and I don't bother him on the weekend. Right. So now I'm missing Friday, Saturday, and what will likely be Sunday. And then Monday, back at it again. And, like, all but throughout the day. That's so that's probably day. the closest thing to a best friend that I have. Right. Because if definition of, by definition of best friend, what would you consider, what would be your definition of best friend? I, someone you talk to often who knows your your Deepest, darkest. Yeah, nooks and crannies. Huh? Nooks and crannies, deepest, okay. darkest. And nooks and cranny. I don't always agree that a best friend knows your deepest, darkest. So, is there anybody who knows the deepest, darkest? For me? I mean, okay. It's, I, I don't think everyone knows. Well, <laughs> I mean, maybe not. I don't think I've told everyone everything. Okay. And so I can, think, I'm going to go out on a limb, people. I'm okay. asking. Do I know everything? <laughs> Ooh. See, yes. I was right. She hasn't told me everything. I haven't told you. Like, if even if I did tell you everything, I didn't give you every detail. Okay. Because they're not, to me, they're not significant to tell. And see, that's that's something like, yeah, 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 going to have to grow and love and understand because I want the details. Because as a writer, those are the things we need. We need details to write elaborate stories. So when I ask questions, she's like, Mom, I seen this dude, and he was fine. And he had on this fit, and it looked like this, and his shoes was that, 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 that. What's his name? I ain't asking that. Well, do you have a picture? No, I ain't taking no picture. How the fuck?
fuck you gonna describe this dude to me? He was all that in the bag of chips, and I ain't got nothing to look at myself. I want to see. That is that is y'all y'all people. I think I, I, I I'm I'm past it, but and I think it started out because I was like that. I was telling every little teeny tiny detail, and then I stopped doing that. I think it's just I think there's a part of me that became you. It stopped caring. Where's that dad? Where's that dad? Uh, there. Well, okay, so. He is more, he is less like that now. He used to be more like that then. Mm-hmm. Um, Yaya, Yaya's dad is a special kind of somebody. And, and I think what I appreciated about him then was that he was honest to a fault, brutally sometimes. You know, yo, that ain't the best outfit to wear because this makes your ass look like a whale and your belly pokes out of it. Maybe if you pick the shirt that would hide your stomach, that would probably accentuate your breasts and, you know, you... And so now you check everything about yourself when you get in the mirror or when you're picking your outfit. It sounds bad, but now you're dressing better. Just on somebody's one critique. And I think that's what your dad was really good at. And just, I, I appreciated so much so that honestly that that's what I relied on right. when he cheated. And when he didn't, we didn't have that conversation that said, all right, so this is how I'm feeling. And so-and-so's looking more appealing and you're not doing this in this area, you know. And so when I didn't get that, I think for me, it wasn't even about the cheating. It was about the fact that the friendship was broken. Yeah, and I felt like we used to just lay on the floor and play music. Like, I had my tower of CDs. Yeah, CDs, people. I'm dating myself. CDs, the shit would just spin, and you would have, I had two of them. You had rows and rows of CDs, and we would just pull out a CD, put it on, and we'd be like, yeah, 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 and just listen to the song, dance to the song, bring up whatever and memory. A, and I think, low-key, maybe that'd be, that would be my reason why telling Having having special moments like that are great. Yeah. But I also the vulnerability is something I don't really love. And that she gets from from the both of us. But your dad your dad is more open to being vulnerable now. He's a little more guarded with it. Mm-hmm. But he's still open to it. Whereas prior to it was like freaking uh, what is what's the wall that they tore down? The one that separated uh Berlin. Yeah, that one. That was your dad. And oh, listen, your dad is the history bro, so you probably get that from him because you see, I couldn't think of the shit. So he was more like that, and I think because where he could say those type of things to me and not get yelled at, screamed at, fussed at, left, walked out on. He was more apt to have those conversations with me. And then even his friends, all five or six, seven of them, would be like, what'd you do to him? I'm like, what do you mean? Right. So I mean, I, I mean, don't think I had expectations, whereas other girls would be like, well, this is what he presented. So they expected this, this, and this. And I was just like, it is what it is. Whatever you're throwing at me, I'm going to see if I like it. If I don't, step. Right. But I think that the, uh, I guess, hmm, what go back? The... To go back, the um, best friends are something that I think everyone would, is a luxury to have. It's a luxury to have a very close friend. Um, I definitely think with 
your you know best friend and he chooses to becomes your best friend, it does become a trial and error type of thing. You realize how much you can share with your best friend or whoever that best friend is, or which best friend you're sharing that with. Yeah. Because you you have ice best friend who wants you every piece of you, and when a new person is involved, it's hey no this is a two piece thing. If and I gonna, think if she were honest which is what we're talking about, if we were keeping it real, her best friend would have said, you know, I miss the times that we share together, and I know that I have to share you, but I just want to let you know that this is how it makes me feel. So now Ice can go, okay, well, I'm going to do this with my boyfriend, but when I come back, you're you all mine. Back. You know what you I'm saying? Back, but she thing. wasn't 100. Right. She just thought, oh, maybe this one ain't that special because she's had boyfriends before, and I can just say, yeah, I'm riding, and... I used to go, all right, cool, because it would be all the time. But now it's different because this boyfriend is special, special. Right. Right. Yeah, again, that's why. Well, it's like I told Joe today about when she was in the hospital and she was having her surgery and it was emergency surgery. I didn't know. You know me. I'm going to need to know. I want to know. Tell me so I know how to prepare for that. And I didn't know how serious this was. And I just told her today. How I was bawling like a baby all day at work. And she was like, oh. And I was like, yeah, you know, you piss me off sometimes. And you did some shit backwards. And, you know, I have to question your, you know, friendship sometimes. But I care about her genuinely because these are things that could have been avoided. And she wouldn't have had to have this surgery. And, you know, it's like beating a dead horse when you talk to her sometimes because she half listening. I think she hears you, but she only taking in. I guess what benefits at the time and not everything and but as much as I love her like that I know that I can't tell her everything I know that the things I do tell her are still 100% are still honest and still experiences in my life that I know benefit her because we were she is in my past situation mm-hmm. and so I know that I'm telling her real things. I know I'm not telling her everything. Right. And same thing. And I'm okay with that. Where some people might be, oh, but, you know, you and Joanne went to school together. Yes, but at different times. She was two years ahead of me. And I was two years back. So when she was leaving, I was getting settled in. We went to the same school. Cool. Now we work at the same job. Oh, so y'all like best friends. Well, no. Anybody say all that? And so, so it doesn't mean we the same people. Exactly. And I'm pretty sure that there are things that she doesn't tell me that I'll probably would be significant to the situation right. that we share. Right, right, right. But that's cool because I don't and I don't I think it's what I don't like about women who cut other women down because of it. Not everybody's gonna be like you. Which leads me back to what I said to you the other night. Your dad and I raised you hella different. We had expectations of whatever our kids were going to be like represented against or going up against what we were seeing. And so it's just like, I'm not going to wait on the public school system to teach you shit. We started you early when we knew that you was like, hmm, just a little bit smarter than you probably ought to been at a young age. All right, let's get this girl in some ABCs. Whoops, you know her ABCs? Let's get in some numbers. Oop, she can count. Let's get her reading. Two-letter words, three-letter words. And what was funny about you was that you didn't speak them. So me knowing a little bit of sign language and brushing up on that because you weren't speaking 
was like, well, she's got the capacity, and all kids do. I just think it's just a matter of parents taking the time. But I had the capacity to catch on so quick with ABCs and 1, 2, 3s that, whoops, we can throw in a little sign language, and guess what? You picked that up, too. And just when you was getting good at it, you decided to open your mouth. And I was just saying, you know, and she just looked at me with the wide eyes like, it's your fault. I ain't continue to sign language, but whatever. Yeah, that is my fault. Um, so I think when, like I said, you can hold up a mirror and look at yourself. Because I see a lot of me and you now <laughs> that I saw in myself back then that I probably wasn't too proud of because I knew that wasn't who she raised and I, she being my mom and I knew that wasn't who my mom raised and you know fuck my daddy but whatever um I think now I'm in a spot where I would like who I represent when I step out of the door is the person that my mom raised despite what I talked to you on this microphone about I know that she is proud of me as an individual as a person who is taking care of her girls. That being said, I think when I speak for myself and I speak a lot of women because hell I am female, but I think this goes to anybody. You know, you people live their lives either learning from their bad decisions or they're good decisions. Either they keep repeating the stuff or they're doing the insane shit where they keep repeating the wrong stuff and hoping that, hey, something might change if I keep doing this and tweak a little bit. What you're learning hopefully shapes you as an individual, but don't let what you have done hold you back or be the, the, the rock you keep kicking because somebody... Is looking at you and going, hmm, or ooh, or has an opinion. You fucking did it. It's done. Now, if you're going to beat me over the head about some shit I did when you weren't even fucking around, listen, dog, um, we all don't have time for that. Not even the people who don't know what you did, not the people who know what you did, not the ones who going to find out what you did. You did it. It's done. I think it's a fucked up world where people can call into account some stuff you've done in the past when it wasn't important to nobody in the room now. I hope y'all understood what I just said. I think it's a fucked up world where people can call into account some shit you've done in the past when it wasn't even important to the people who are in the room now. Stand up on your own two feet. Wear whatever color boy, girl drawers you want to wear. But wear them shits. And don't let nobody tell you what to put on. And that's how we all become accountable. That's how we all pull our own weight. And when you can find someone to accept your 100, to be brutally honest, totally honest, real with you, then you've come a little bit further than a lot of people. And that's something that you can value and accept and move on in life. Move forward and not look back or fall backward, trip and fall, lose a step. Don't jump three or four spaces ahead only to trip and land on your butt. 
get up and go forward. And so I can only be me. That's the only, ex- only thing I ever expect you. Be yourselves. Love yourselves. Life is too fucking short to be trying to please everybody because you can't. And with that, I'm not trying to please everybody with this. This is Eclectically Sexual Sounds with J.S. Danielle. And it was a pleasure evening, my lovelies. (laughs) 